Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Okay, so today we're talking about savings versus loans. I've had lots of response on the uh, topic of savings from our podcast last week. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, please do so. Um, and it's just been wonderful to hear the comments and how people are trying to save. Uh, some people have admitted the fact that they're a bit of a bungee jumping sort of a saver and they're going to try and do a little bit better and setting things in place so that they can do things better. So that's really good to hear. Um, and it has been really in a very interesting week. Uh, I noticed when I calculated the amount that people had saved this week, that was absolutely huge. 49000 I think, in total was saved. Saved, uh, for my clients uh, for the week um, and what that means is it covers a whole month but that this week's worth of clients that I've seen recently so obviously that was a goal that was high on the agenda of many of my clients that I saw over the last seven days that's really really good um, so what I thought I would like to do today is just address the question that keeps popping up should I save or should I take out a loan um, and you know this question will often arise because a person does not have any spare money and usually they have to make a quick decision. So let's just address that. The, the most ideal thing, of course, is to create an, what we would call an emergency fund. So this is some money that you've set aside to one side. I usually recommend about $3,000 if you can, uh, but even $1,000 is fantastic. Um, and it really depends on your situation, of course, but $3,000 usually is on average the best amount to have for the individual. And uh, so if anything goes wrong, say the fridge breaks down or, you know, you need something in an emergency, you've got some money to draw on. And because you're used to saving, then you can quickly replenish that emergency fund should you have used it. So this question will often arise, savings versus loans, out of the fact that somebody doesn't have that spare money sitting there. So I needed to say that first of all. So which one should you do? Should you save for something or should you take out a loan? Look, there's a few options there on the market at the moment. And I would say that all loans are definitely not the same. And I thought how I would help you with this today was to take three different types of loans and do a comparison. But let me first of all say the reason I talk about savings rather than loans is because we will often judge our ability to repay a loan based on our present circumstances. But as we have seen over the last few months, we have absolutely no idea of what's coming around the corner. And many people had their worlds turned upside down when the pandemic came. Some, many people lost their jobs. Some went on to reduced hours. 
income dropped and all of a sudden you know there was a lot of negotiating with banks and lenders to say i can't make my repayments now a pandemic thankfully does not happen all of the time and that's a really uh, good uh, good example for us and very timely but you know even things like just general sickness you can't get into work you're a casual employee can't get into work you're sick or even if one of your children is sick and you can't uh, go in and do your normal work or you lose your do job or what about if interest rates were to rise and you've already got a mortgage and your interest rates rise so what you had set aside for the repayment of the new loan that money is no longer available and so it takes you longer or it puts you under a lot of stress because you can't make the payments what about if your hot water service breaks down you've already committed to paying for a new television let's say for instance uh, your hot water service breaks down so you have to take out another loan or another interest free or put it on your credit card or whatever that is um, so as you can see we don't always know what's coming around the corner but we will often base our decisions on our circumstances today instead of what they might be in the future so my first bit of advice to you would be if you're thinking of taking out a loan have a look at your income and expenses and see look if anything major happened could i still afford this and if the answer is no then try and think of a different way of doing it okay so the three comparisons that i would like to make today and we'll put the emergency fund to one side let's pretend we don't have one uh the three comparisons we're going to do is we're going to going to talk about should we put it on a credit card shall we use interest free or shall we rent to own now you might be surprised at uh some of the answers to these ones when we've done the calculation and what i thought i would do is i would give the example of buying a laptop so I've just Googled what's the what's a MacBook uh, to purchase around $15.99. Um, and I thought, OK, well, let's pretend that we have to buy that. Should we put it on a credit card? Should we put it onto interest free or should we rent to own? So I thought I'd do a few comparisons. So the credit card we're using is an 18 percent interest rate. Sometimes they're lower than that. Sometimes they're higher than that. But many of them have a 55 or a 60 day interest free period. The one we are going to use is a 55 interest free period. So 18 percent, 15.99. And the minimum payment that they're going to require of us in the first month at least is $33. Now this will progressively go down, but if you just stick to the uh, minimum monthly payment, you will find that you'll be paying for that laptop for 15 years and it will cost you $4,155. Ikes, that's a lot, isn't it? That's ridiculous. But if you were to pay $79 a month, then you'd have it paid off in two years and they would have increased the cost of that laptop from $15.99 to $1,888. So that's $289 more for taking two years to pay your laptop off. That's not too bad. Um, you might decide, well, that's the way I think I need to go. Anyway, let's continue. Let's do another one. The very popular interest-free. Now, often with an interest-free, you've just got to be a little bit careful my warnings are there's usually an application fee sometimes there's a monthly fee and more more often than not they will let you know that your repayments that you need to make if you calculate them they will not pay off that item in the interest-free period and unfortunately if you don't do that 
often their interest rates are exorbitant. I've seen them at 26%, which is ridiculous. So never, ever stick to the repayment plan that they say. Um, and let's use the example of the laptop. I'm going to use the example of 1599 laptop. We're taking out for 12 months. There's no monthly fee. It's a $25 upfront application fee. If you were to have this paid off in 12 months, you would need to pay $140.28 per month to have it paid off in time. And it would actually end up costing you about $84.40 over the $15.99 price. So that's not too bad, but the traps that you can fall into is not paying it in time. Anything happens, an emergency arises and you can't pay it off in time, you've got 26% interest rate. So although it seems better than the credit card, unforeseen circumstances may cause that cost to uh, increase quite considerably. And then the last one, of course, is the rent to own. And this one you might find very be very surprised at, but I have seen this in so many budgets and I don't think people realise just how expensive it is. So let's take that um, $15.99 laptop again. And I just quickly went onto a rent to own site on the computer and I, 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 got, I put this laptop in my cart and what they were asking me was for $50.33 per week for 24 months. Do you know what? If I was to do that, I would pay $5,234.58 for my laptop when it only cost me $15.99. That is ridiculous. And that is even more than if I pay a minimum payment on the credit card. So rent to own really can be very extortionate. Of course, you've got the option to say, well, I'm going to pay more in less time, in which case it will cost you less. But it really is a very expensive way to own a laptop or anything for that instance. So of course, the best way when we were to look at, when we look at that, $50.33 a week for 24 months goes from $15.99 to $5,234.58. If you were to just put away $50 a week into your savings account, if you can wait for something, it would only take you 32 weeks to save for that, not two years. So look, there's just a few things there. I really just wanted to show you what the difference was. If you do have to take a loan, be very careful, have a really good look at the terms of the loan, the conditions of the loan, what you'll actually end up paying. As we can see from that example, interest-free was the better one, but the credit card didn't fall too far behind if you know what you're doing. One of the best ways I have discovered is if you were to um, uh, go on a, there's a website uh, that the government puts out called Money Smart, and they have lots of calculators on there. That's really useful. You can just uh, t type in there, Money Smart Calculator Credit Cards, type in the amount that you're taking out, how long for, all the conditions. It will tell you what you're going to be paying. You can go Money Smart Calculator Interest-Free, Money Smart, Smart Calculator. I think there's rent to own on there, but I'm not sure. But there's lots of calculators on there and it certainly is worth putting in the numbers and having a look which is the best option because you remember, we never know what's around the corner. So I hope I've given you a bit of food for thought. Thanks for that question that kept coming up. Hopefully I've answered it for you. And yeah, I look forward to any more questions that you might have. Send my way, podcast at coachchris.com.au. Hope you have a wonderful week till next time. And until next time, let's face the music and dance.
Chat.